Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 516, recorded live on Saturday, June 10th, 2017. And here are your hosts, the man who got a break last week from recording, Dave Pillay. Hello, hello. And the man who got to go on vacation, Andy Lowe. Hi. I had a break and you had vacation. Yes. I did not have a break from the recording, though, since I have to compile the random topic recap, but it's not too hard to do. <laughs> yes, I love that. It's like, okay, we're going to take a break from the podcast. I still have to do work. Yeah. Not how much, my how smartest much work, Andy? move. How much work? Well, I uh, pull all the... It's a lot easier now because when I record the podcast, I save the random topic as its separate file. Sometimes I forget, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, I save it as a separate file. So I just pull the random topic, random topics from all the episodes, and then I just throw them all in a line, and then I throw the mus- the intro music on them every once in a while. So it's not too bad. The pain in the butt is actually getting it to an hour. That's what the real pain is. Because you have to stretch or slow? Yep. And each file is just slightly different, so kind of have to almost like do it on the fly but then i don't want to go too short in case i overshoot it so it's a yeah interesting time but you know it's it's something there even though we're not there so right but we're here today i i I recently discovered a youtube channel that i've been watching a lot of um called door monster have you heard of these guys no they do some very quality videos it's a group of like eight or nine people uh all like short skits and comedy and and topical humor and they've done a video a week for two years so like we do an episode a week we do an audio recording every week they've done a video a week they are however fantastic videos and i will send you one soon Future Kyle wears glasses because the future is bright, as in actually bright. Kyle somehow caused the sun to explode and ignite the entire Earth. Yep. Okay. I I can see where they're going with that. All right. Yeah. It's okay. there's there's some really really good ones in there about like civilization and Civ five and Civ six and like what that world implies and what it would be like to be there. It's really good. It's really good. So how's your vacation? How's your anniversary? Happy anniversary. Thank you. It was good. We did our classic go back to Ann Arbor. For your free slice of cake. Free free whole cake. It's, it's a good... Free whole cake. Yeah, it's like 8, eight inches, 12 inches, somewhere in that, 8, 10, somewhere in that range. Okay. So it's an actual so it, cake. Like, you get a free cake. Yes, which is... How many done. years hmm? How many years will it take to, to have that free cake be like worth whatever extra cost from doing it where you did it? I don't know. I don't have the numbers for that. I can't do the math. Okay. I could give you crazy estimations, but no. Um, but it's nice because we also go to the uh, the Tigers game. Fun fact, yes, Dave, I know you're not, you know, a baseball fan. Mm-hmm. But the the Major League Baseball has doing these things now where they have an app called their Ballpark app. And what they can actually do is sell you upgrades for your seats in the app. Yeah. In the app. In the app, you can actually get an upgraded, you can actually buy so like, an upgrade for your seats. You're you're in the ballpark. Yes. And you're sitting there watching the game, and the app notifies you that there's an upgrade available? Well, you actually kind of want to upgrade um, before the game. The upgrades, I think, are an hour before first pitch. Um, but yeah, no, it's <laughs> if you want to get some good seats, this might be the cheapest way to do it. 
because I'm looking at okay, I'm looking at a Saturday game because that's what we were at. The tickets that we got uh, were one twenty, you know, one yeah, one twenty eight in the green, eighty dollar tickets. Okay. Okay. And we picked ours up. I think it's forty dollars total. So you, you could pay half the cost of the ticket for the upgrade. Which, you know, you have to get into but the you, stadium first. But you already have to have the ticket. You have, to, you have to have a ticket. Right. So if I go to, say, StubHub and look for the cheapest tickets for that game. And then upgrade with this? Yes. It looks like the cheapest tickets I could pick up for the Tigers game on Saturday is seven dollars those are some pretty cheap tickets yeah because they are the top row (laughs) of the third deck so you'd get those and then you'd do this upgrade and get like 47 dollars yes spend 47 dollars to get an 80 dollar ticket or just don't go to the game yeah well that's yes i know you don't like baseball so therefore it would be pointless for you but this isn't for other people who are listening who enjoy this sort of thing for clarity I actually don't have any problem going to a baseball game. I just don't go to a baseball game for the baseball game. I go to spend time with friends. Gotcha. That would make sense. I, I, yeah. I would very much not as much care about the game so much as just like being there and chatting and being like, hey, go sports ball team. Yay, team. So, yeah, no, if you have, if somebody gets you tickets to a game and they're cheap tickets, this gives you, you a way this to. to- Upgrade. Why didn't you save this for a review? Because it's more just like almost like a life hack rather than a review. Half of our reviews are, are well, no, more than half our games. Um, some of our reviews are just little life hacks, little apps and things to make your lives better. Ah. Next week, Andy reviews the Tigers ballpark. Now, is this going to be unique to the Tigers? Is this something that no, everyone's doing? No, no, this doing? is across all, um, all major league teams. And it's being run by Major League Baseball? Yep. Huh. Now, mind you, like, you know, I was looking at the, 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 the upgrade app told us that the Tiger Stand, which are the really nice padded big seats with your special like table between the things there. And you have a personal guy who will come down and you can tell him what concessions you want and he will actually go buy your concessions. For, yeah. Like the really nice seats. Those yeah. had, quote unquote, limited inventory. I couldn't actually buy two. I could only buy one, which, you know, since there's two of us, that doesn't work. Yeah, so what happens if you have the app and Kate has the app? Well, one person just cause just needs to buy the, the two tickets. Because you can buy as many as upgrades as you want in the app. Except for this reserved section. Yeah, it only had one available, which was silly because, you know, as we were sitting here looking to our right. right well, my, my, my point is it only has one available, but was it the same one for everyone? Yes. Okay, if you're sure about that. I reloaded the app about three times to see if it would give me a different seat in that section. Yeah. It did not. Was it tied to your phone? I don't know. If you really want me to, <laughs> I can get this <laughs> installed on Kate's phone, and we can scientifically... Well, granted, we can't even tell anymore because that game has passed. Right. So you'll have to do it next time. If there's limited seats, yes. then you'll have to try it next time. Which I feel like would be a lot of work for not a lot of payoff. The ROI on this endeavor <laughs> will not be is worth Knowing it. whether or not Dave is right, that should be all the ROI you ever need. No, no, I don't. <laughs> is Dave right? Does it matter? Should be all the ROI you need. Nope. Yeah, so we did the Tigers game, and then we got our massage, and then we went out for dinner, and it's what we normally do. That's awesome. I love that you guys have that as a little tradition. Yep. 
It's so adorable. Doing it for eight years now. Oh, funny thing is the, uh, so eight year eight is bronze for the anniversary yeah. gift. So you guys got, got bronze. me a bronze era Batman comic. Oh yeah. She nailed that one. She Clever. Just, cause we're like looking through, we're like none of these bronze things. Everybody's got all these cute kitschy things and knickknacks and stuff. And I'm like, N- none of it's really, you know, bronze baby booties. Yeah. But a bronze age comic. Oh Clever. Yeah. That Very clever. Well done. Just in case anybody's wondering, Bronze Age is from 1970 to 1985, in case anybody wants to know the specifics. And what did you get her? Um, I got her a bag for knitting. That had bronze on it? Yes. Was bronze colored? Yes. Okay. I think, no, I think it was like, it's like bronze slash like wool or something, and I can't actually get her actual wool, which would be, yeah. Because she's allergic so the wool or something? Yes. Or? yes. Kate does knit, but she does have a wool allergy. So she can't actually knit with actual wool. Unless she's like wearing gloves or something. Yeah. So got her a bag with sheep on it. So, man, bronze is hard. What the heck is next year? Yeah, you got to start thinking about that already. Yeah, what is the ninth year anniversary? Pottery. Okay, pottery. Huh. Gift certificate to the pottery barn? I don't know. Ten I is don't know. tin. I'm pretty sure that, like, for, just from what I know of Kate and, and what I know of of her as a person, I would not be surprised if she already has, like, ideas for the next four or five years. Nope. No? Nope. Okay. Both of us were then, just sitting there going, like, oh, crap, it's actually our anniversary. We should figure something out. <laughs> oh, then never mind. Yeah. Oh, man. Fourteen is ivory. That's not piano that's not kosher anymore that's not get her a piano that's not kosher anymore at all yeah well you know there's there's ivory and there's ivory yeah imitation ivory buy tickets to the ivory coast do do i really want to go to the ivory coast i have no idea do you no oh then buying tickets to the ivory coast would be a bad idea isn't there like a stuff going on in the ivory coast um probably I don't know if I really want to go to West Africa right now. First news result for Ivory Coast is Ivory Coast jail sentences for chimpanzee traffickers. Okay. People Maybe are trafficking chimpanzees. And going to jail for it. Yes. So at least there's that. Maybe maybe not the Ivory Coast. No. Right. Should we do topics? Yeah, I, I got nothing else on top <laughs> of got... that. Like that's, <laughs> That conversation just kind of petered out. It, that went nowhere. Um, we we could talk about topics, sure. What would you like to talk about? Well, do you know what is happening in literally two and a half hours? No, hour and a half. E3? Yep. Kicks off? E3 kicks off in literally an hour and a half from as we are recording this, which, you know, as this you listen the, to this, most of the E3 stuff will, will have already happened. Yeah. Uh, this is the one where it's it's like open to the public, quote unquote. Well, yes, because you had the, the public tickets. Right. As opposed to how it's previously been, where it's been um, press only. Yes. Well, press and event, like, industry only. Well, it's supposed to originally be industry only, and the press was supposed to come in for, you know... A little extra. Yeah. Yeah, but it was never industry only, right? Like, I saw those booths. I saw what people were doing. It wasn't industry only. What would that be? Industry only. Like, why would you do that for something that is... Whose audience is everyone? E3 wasn't for the industry, no, it was literally for the 
public. It was for the masses. Yeah. You just couldn't get in unless you knew someone from the industry. Sorry, Kate just texted me. That's all right. But yes, no, as we <laughs> literally E3, you know, it's one of those things where y- you think about it like, do they even need to have a physical show at E3? Well, maybe, yes. Yes. Yes, yes. you would, because I mean, you can announce you things at the... Stuff? Yeah, you, you, you announce the things, which you don't actually have to be there for the announcement anymore, because mm-hmm. it's all streamed live on Twitch and YouTube and such. But you do have to be there to actually play the games that were just announced. Right. Okay, so there still has to be an actual physical E3. Play the games to use the hardware. Uh, they want to have, like, the, the control and the audience. Yep. You know, when they have to pause for, like, 15 seconds because people won't stop clapping, that's a huge thing. Yes. Which now every time I, right. I'm, at a, I'm at a conference and I hear a bunch of people clapping, I'm wondering, how many of those people actually work for the company? Yep. <laughs> like, do you work for that company you're clapping for? So, E3 coming up. Yep. What are we going to see? Well, I actually have a thing there that's like E3 predictions from the big three, basically. I feel like this E3 is going to be hardware, hardware, hardware. You think so? Nintendo won't be announcing any new hardware. You're right. No. Okay, so not Nintendo. Nintendo's going to focus on the Switch. The hardware they just came out with. Yeah, the hardware they just came out with. The, The hardware they like snuck onto the scene, right? When was the Switch first announced? God, I, I was like in a, like November or something. Unveiled in October of 2016. So they revealed that they had this in October. It shipped in March, and now we're hitting E3. So, so the for- last E3, there was nothing about the the Switch. Nope. Now it's going to be Switch, Switch, Switch. It's going to be all Switch. Oh, there'll be some DS stuff. They haven't abandoned their handheld. <laughs> they just have kind of. Pushed it off to the side with their other new handheld. Yeah. One slight difference between the Switch and the DS, though. The DS's battery lasts longer. Yes. Like, significantly longer. Oh, you know what? I am going to have a really long plane flight. Maybe getting a Switch isn't a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially if, you know, your laptop gets banned. Yep. Which I can't believe that could actually be a thing. Yep. Yay, 24-hour flight with, like, a book. That's got to be that'll, one hell of a That'll book. be good. That'll be great. I'll sleep. I'll yeah, probably sleep, no, like, you, the whole you time. It. You're, you're, you're going to be so jet-lagged. I'll just, sorry, like, I'll just stay up for a day and a half beforehand and then just sleep on the flight. You're going to just be falling asleep in line at the TSA? Probably. Well, you're going to have to get to the airport, what, three, four hours early? I have no idea. Something ridiculous I haven't looked like at that. my tickets yet. I mean, I'm also going to have to go to a different airport. Yes, also true, yes. Right, like, I can't fly international out of Madison. No, no, you cannot. All right, so Nintendo's going to be about the Switch, some about the DS, but that's going to be pretty much the, the meat and butter. Meat and, meat and potatoes. Are they going to do butter? meat and potatoes? Meat and butter? I, I mean, don't know why I said that. That's, we, we do have something out here in Wisconsin called the Butter Burger. Yeah, that I have a Culver's too. Okay, we have actually like two of them in town. Nice. Have you gotten a butter burger? I have not actually. Normally, when I go there, I get like the chicken tenders. Oh, Andy, and a concrete mixer. Yes, they're equivalent of the Blizzard. Yes, which I can get, you know, in the middle of winter when Blizzard is, or when Dairy Queen is not open. Your Dairy Queen closes. Uh, one of them stays open, I think. 
I remember in Ann Arbor there was a Dairy Queen that closed, and now that's just such a novelty to me because, like, why would Dairy Queens close in the winter? People want to warm up. With ice cream? Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, because it's so cold here. It's, it's so cold here that when you get ice cream, the ice cream actually gets colder. All right, okay, so EA is doing theirs first, which we're going to see about Star Wars and Need for Speed and probably FIFA and Madden. Uh, didn't they just talk about, like, a couple days ago, some new Assassin's Creed? That's Ubisoft. Oh, sorry, I thought you said Ubisoft. No, no, I said EA. EA. EA is first. We got FIFA, Madden, Star Wars, and Need for Speed. Okay. I feel like that's going to be... So, no one cares, no one cares, no one cares, and no one cares. <laughs> By no one, I mean Dave. Yeah. Like, okay, there's there's a lot of people who care about FIFA. There's a lot of people who care about some of these other ones. Yeah. Dave does not. All right. So then my, that's today. Sunday is Microsoft. Oof. So Microsoft, what do we got? We got stuff about Scorpio. I feel like we're going to get release date, price, specs beyond what they've already announced. Which we've got another topic for already. Yep. You think they'll, they'll actually give that much detail? Well, how long is it, has it been since the Xbox One? Oh, God, I don't know. Three years? Two years? Xbox One announced in May of 2013. Damn. It's been out for three years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so Xbox did announce some of the stats. Scorpio the stats. Scorpio, yeah. God, man, 12 gigabytes of just video RAM. Nine gigs for the game itself. I've got computers that don't even have 12 gigs of RAM total. Yep. <laughs> and now we've got 12 gigs on the video card itself. Oh, geez. Yep. Well, you got some pretty intense processing going on. Yep. God. So let's see. Where did I put that article? Scorpio stats. There we go. What do we got? Yeah, nine gigs on, uh, nine gigs now of, of the RAM for the game, 12 gigs for... Video card, 4K output. 60 frames per second. Good I love that. Lord. Even though the game doesn't use the extra RAM directly, it will be available for caching to speed things up, which would be great for Xbox 360 games. Yeah, as long as they take advantage of it. That is, yeah, that's true. Right? Like, the, the hardware is probably not going to be able to do that by itself. The game is going to have to do something. See, you'd have to program something in there for backwards compatibility. Yeah, that is going to be so expensive. What, the Scorpio? Yeah. Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, Microsoft has said, like, you know, this is going to be more expensive. They've, They've tried to put that out and point out, like, we are increasing the power by a lot. This is going to be expensive. Uh, speaking of backwards compatibility, yeah, um, there was a article, which this article was supposed to link to it, but it's not. Um, but somebody had done a test or a study of the Xbox One data, and they said that, you know, backwards compatibility doesn't matter. It's only like one or two percent of total use of the Xbox One. Yeah. So, you know, why are they spending all this time and effort and, you know, marketing the backwards compatibility if nobody's using it? Which Xbox turned around and said, uh, no. He said, <laughs> Xbox Those are the marketing. numbers we have? Yeah. Xbox CMO said that around half of all Xbox One owners have used backwards compatibility, accruing more than 508 million collective hours playing Xbox 360 games on the Xbox One. Ooh. 
Yeah, here we go. Arts, Arts Technica showed that only 1.5% of the more than 1.6 billion minutes of Xbox One usage time was spent using backwards compatibility. Wait, 1.5% of... 1.65 billion minutes. 1.6 billion? Yes. Close enough. Uh, that's million. There we go. Billion is 4,200 and... Sorry, not 4,000. 400,000... I can't do numbers this morning. 426,000 hours. Which is a bit different than Microsoft saying 508 million hours. Yep. So I think someone's someone's wrong. Someone has incorrect data here. And I... I want to see how, oh man, I'm going to have to read this whole freaking article. Our deep dive study of how millions use Xbox Live. Oh, I don't want to have to read. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a lot. Um, but I, I kind of want to trust Microsoft's actual data on this. Yeah, a little bit. Because he also said that normally, um, oh, where is it at? It was, uh, he said like normally Xbox 360 games, there's normally like one or two of them up near the top of the daily usage in their in their stats. He's like, oh yeah, no, there's always at least one, you know, older game up there. So it's it's, it's interesting. Ours Technica is like, look, we've done the data. It's not here. Microsoft's like, well, we got our data. I know I hate to believe, you know, companies using their own data because they can spin it however they want. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of want to believe Microsoft on this. Yeah, they, they probably are the correct ones. And I personally, you know, this might be, you know, self-biased, but I personally, like, you know, think backwards compatibility is still a thing. It's People love nostalgia. How many people have played the original StarCraft after it got re-released? Oh my god, I can't imagine. And how many people are going to buy it when Blizzard does the uh, StarCraft revamped? Mm-hmm. Uh, in other backwards compatibility news, PlayStation executive Jim Ryan says that this week that PlayStation fans shouldn't expect the feature anytime soon. <laughs> of course not. I can say it's one of those... You want backwards compatibility? Go buy an older PS. Yeah. Which we're not making anymore. Good luck, have fun. Yeah, I mean, there's still tons of them out there. Oh, yeah. So, right, so you think Microsoft, going back to E3, is going to just focus on the Scorpio? I don't know what else they can focus on. Like, they'll (laughs) talk about how Scorpio and Xbox One will run the same games, that you, if you have an Xbox One, you don't need a Scorpio, that Scorpio will just have uh, more, as it were, Uh, but not more games, just more power behind them. Um, so really they'll talk about Xbox One, right? They'll talk about the Xbox One lineup. They'll point out all the games that other developers are making for them. Um, I don't expect any big first party announcements. I think this is going to be a a quieter E3 from the big three. Well, from two of the big three, right? Nintendo's going to be going nuts because they've got their stuff and it's going out and they are happy with that. Yeah. All right. So then on... Monday, we have Sony. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like Sony also is going to talk about probably the Sony VR, which is funny because Microsoft said, you know, we're not going to talk about VR at all during E3. But uh, they might say that they might be a PlayStation price cut because there is right now, actually. You can buy a gold PlayStation 4 right now for $250, mm-hmm. which gold, really? Yeah. Well, they're following the trend from the phones. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't say it was a good trend. I just said they're following the trend. I'd rather buy one of the European ones because the European ones are going to be silver. Okay. 
I'm sorry. I'd I rather like... buy one that's cheaper. <laughs> well, I think and the, it's the... just black. <laughs> well, yeah, no, the, the standard PS4 is 300 right now. So, so that's the right, cheaper one cheaper. right now is gold. Yeah, which is crazy. Yep. God, I can't even. I'm just. I've got that gold DualShock controller on the screen right now, and I I can't I can't even. It's ugh. Did you just say that you can't even? Yeah, I just said I can't even. I. All right, folks, that's it. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. I think we're done. Andy has lost himself to that point. I can't even. I, nope, can't even. Man, the more that I look into this, the more I. I you're going to be right. This is going to be a quiet E3. Yeah. No one's got big stuff that they're sitting on. No. Nope. Unless Microsoft, I mean, the, the so what, what could happen that would be big? Microsoft could say Scorpio is ready and will be in stores next week. That's not going to happen. Sony could say, uh, here's a new bundle. It's a PS4 Pro and PSVR for $600. Or they could make the price cut permanent across the board. Right. Or price drop and a bundle together. Right. Oh man, if there's a if there's a PSVR plus PS4 Pro bundle for like five hundred bucks, that would sell pretty quickly. I could see that. Uh, Nintendo could announce Final Fantasy 16 for the Switch. It will never happen, but they could announce it. Valve isn't doing anything at E3. Nope. Um. Ubisoft's going to talk about Assassin's Creed. Yep, and Assassin's Creed Origins. Elder Scrolls Six could be announced, maybe, possibly. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to see what the heck this Starfield is from Bethesda. Uh, if it's anything. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see this being, like, a super big year. Certainly not from the hardware side. Nope. When is Sony's conference? Sony's conference is Monday, I do believe... At 9 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> oh. All right. So Monday night when I'm home, I'll, I'll have to watch that. Yeah. The, the fun bit is um, Bethesda's is at midnight. Why? On Sunday. Why? Because they want to fit their, you know, their time into their little blocks. But yeah, no, I'm not going to stay up for Bethesda's. <laughs> nope. Keep in mind, it's 12 o'clock there. It's only 9 o'clock back in L.A. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think there's going to be anything else major, right? Like, nope. What else would it, would you want to see? What else would you talk about? I'd, so what would you like to see, Andy? Well, there's going to be a new Assassin's Creed game. There's going to be a new Need for Speed game. Granted, you know, I... As I say this, my Xbox 360 is still in a box in the basement. Yep, my PS3 is sitting on the shelf downstairs, but I haven't used it for anything other than videos. So it's My like, Wii U is over at Brendan's. Which reminds me, I should ask him for that back. So what am I looking at for this E3? I'm not exactly sure. Nothing is really, you know, well, screaming Well, not, not what me. are you looking at, but like... What would you want? What would you want a company to announce? I don't know. Valve to announce Half-Life 3. Yeah, that's not going to happen. More right, so well, because not, we got another topic They're not going about to that. E3. Well, yes, we? but uh, we, have, yeah, we have a Valve, Valve Writers. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, Jay Pinkerton what, what has left Valve after nearly 10 years in the company, making him the fourth member of Valve's writing team to depart in the last 18 months. Okay. First to go is Mark Laidlaw, who wrote Half-Life and Half-Life 2. He was the sole writer. Oh. 
January 2017, Eric Wolpaw, who wrote Portal, Left for Dead, and Half-Life. Shut Falizic. Yep. And now... Jay Pinkerton. Jay Pinkerton. So Valve just isn't making games anymore. Nope. That's that's kind of like it. Valve just isn't making games. Yeah, because you, you, yes, they point out here perfectly. It can be argued that Portal 2 back in 2011 was the last Valve game where writing was absolutely central to its quality and popularity. Yeah. Yep. That Ever since accurate. then, any news we've had about Valve or is has been about Steam or Steam VR. Because yeah, that's what they're doing, right? Yeah. They they are a, a they aren't a game company anymore. They're a distributor company now. Yep. They're a store. They are an Amazon of video games. I think Valve realized, hey, we don't actually have to make games anymore to make money. We can just sell games. They are like the it's going to say like the Uber or the Airbnb of the video game industry. Except not nearly as like, um, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uber, I was, yeah, Uber is shit. Yes. Yeah, That's, they're not, not nearly as shit as Uber or corrupt or, you know, anything like that. But once again, it's, oh, there was a, there was a thing. It was a speech done by the one of the Pirate Bay founders, and he talked about how, you know, we've been moving more and more away from actual physical things, and it's like, you know, he said the internet is lost basically now. It's not even like, what's the future like? It's like, hey, look what's going on as we speak right now. I don't follow. Um, we're stepping more and more away from, you know, a free and open internet. Ah, yeah. And any big company that has shown up, like any new company that has shown up on the internet has basically been bought by one of five companies. Yes. So it's like, you know. Google, Amazon. Facebook. Facebook. I forgot what the other two were. I'd have to look up the speech again. AOL. Or probably some extra companies out in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the the idea that there is a free and open internet has always been a, a fantasy. Yep. Yep. I'm trying to figure out where was that speech in my history. Uh, Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft, and Facebook. Those are the big five. I think that's, I think that's a, still actually a fairly narrow view of things, but there are definitely, like, there are other companies out there that own significant portions of the internet. However, there are companies that own significant portions of the internet. At the same time, almost every one of those companies provides platforms for other people. Yeah. Yeah? No, I'm just reading some of the more of his speech. Oh, well, Andy, let's come, come on back. Yep. Focus. Focus. Uh, you still haven't answered the question. What would you want to see at E3? I don't E3? know. I honestly don't know. It's something fun and exciting and new. But like I said, I don't have anything new that could play anything new. My newest console is my freaking phone. What what would it take to get you to buy a new console? Time. <laughs> You're like, I'm an adult. I don't have time to play these things anymore. It's like I got up early today just so I could watch some television. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I did. I got up early to watch some TV. I was trying to catch up on freaking Flash and Arrow and League of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to watch uh, season three of Flash now. Yep. That's it's on, on Netflix. Netflix now. Yep. Yep. And your your time is about to get a whole lot more yep. expensive. Yep. That's not going to be a thing for a while. Nope. So, 
yeah, it's, you know, what, what what would take me to get a new console? Time. Yeah, I actually got an email from, from new mom and new dad saying, hey, we're home. Uh, if you want to come over and see the baby, that's fine. But we're exhausted at all times. So if you're coming to visit, we ask that you come and also, like, help out with things like washing the dishes, playing with the cat, doing laundry, cooking, vacuuming. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, one of the classes I went to, one of the dads, because they had previous dads who had taken the class, come back with their kids yeah. and, you know, discuss about their situation. One of the dads was like, you know, if anybody was going to come over, they needed to either bring, you know, food that was easily prepared or diapers. Yep. <laughs> they were not allowed inside the house unless they had Without. one or both of those items. That's awesome. But yeah, no, that makes, yes. You know, if you want to come see the kid, sure. But we got dishes to do, man. Yep. This is why having a, a good local support network, very important. Oh, man. So what else do we have? Uh, would well, you want to stay with the video game news? Yeah. Oh, wait, I never got to say what I want from E3. Oh, what do you want from E3, Dave? Sorry. I mean, I, well, fine. Don't ask. That's no, okay. No. Do, what do you, what would you want to see at E3? Um, I'd like to see Nintendo enter the VR realm. I think the Switch was a, a good way to do that. I think that they can actually, like, mount that. Uh, I want to see Scorpio. I want to see the price for it and see what they've got planned. I want to see uh, the PlayStation 4 VR bundle, and I want to see a significant price drop there. I want to see Oculus make some announcements, or HTC. I'd like to see Elder Scrolls 6. I would like to see... Oh, what other games would I want? That's that's about it, I think. That would make me a very happy person if all that happened. I'm surprised it's... uh... I have a feeling like, you know, I'm surprised that VR is not going to be more. Well, that's because they tried it last year and it hasn't gone anywhere because the barrier to entry is so high. Yep. Oh, and um, it's probably some more like Nintendo mobile stuff now that they've done Super Mario Run and they, they had, well, they didn't have Pokemon Go. That was Pokemon Company, but Pokemon Go was a thing. So what else? Uh, what other ga- news do we have, sir? Gaming news? Gaming news. There was a, was a GameStop news. Well, I haven't bought anything at GameStop recently, so uh, I'm okay on this credit card breach. Yep. GameStop announced credit card breach, and their stock dropped like 5%. Uh, security breach from April. Ooh, that's a long time. From August of last year to February of this year. Online orders, too. Not in-house orders. Oh, geez. I don't remember if I bought anything in that time period. Well, they're supposed to be notifying people, so I guess if I get an email from GameStop. Yep. Oh, not even an email. Actual message. Actual mail? Yeah. God, sending things in actual mail, really. Mm. Well, it's that's going to be the easier way to actually get to people. Andy, when you see an email from GameStop, what do you do? I delete it. Right. Do you exactly. look at it? Okay, yep. <laughs> do, you, do you even check the subject? No, no, I don't. So there you go. Okay, so another company had a credit card beach. Yep. Okay. Uh, it, really, Pokemon Go has been going for a year now? Pokemon Go has been out for a year. Woo! There's an anniversary event. 
it's funny because I remember when Pokemon Go first came out, we had, we had, we always, on Fridays, we went down to the park downtown because they had a whole bunch of food trucks for lunch. And that place mm-hmm. was just, you could just sit on a park bench. Filled with and, people. Yeah. Yeah. And like that person's playing Go, that person's playing Go, that yep. person's playing Go. Yep. So and now uh, we went down just this last Friday and I noticed one person who I thought was playing Pokemon Go because she had her phone out. And there was a long cable that was stretching into her backpack. That is a Pokemon Go player. That Correct. is a, yep, that's a Pokemon Go player right there. I well, noticed wait, wait, one. Wait. Was she was she wearing uh like sunglasses and darkish clothing, trying to look it like um not opposite of suspicious? Uh, darkish clothing, yes. Sunglasses, no. Okay, probably wasn't an Ingress player. No. <laughs> Conspicuous. Inconspicuous. That's what I'm looking for. Inconspicuous. Inconspicuous. No, that's inconceivable. Yes, I know. I know exactly what you're trying to quote. Yep. They're going to have a Pokemon Go Fest? Oh, jeez. They are indeed having a Pokemon Go Fest as a celebration of one full year of Pokemon Go. So that's a year old. Uh, Blizzard has Overwatch, which is a year old. Oh, shit, that's what we're going to see at, at E3. What? We're going to see eSports. Ooh, I think from the from the big three, we're going to see stuff about esports. I think Nintendo, especially with uh, their new thing of Splatoon and arms. I think they're they're really starting to gun for the esports arenas. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to see. All right. Moving out of of games, right? Sure. Let's hit some of this other stuff. There's some really cool things out here. Um, mostly to deal with energy, which is kind of amusing given the announcement about the Paris Climate Agreement. Yep. But Did you so, see, by the way, that even though the, the U.S. has now pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement, many states have said, no, we, we actually do still agree to this. Like, we're still going to do this. Yep. States, and, cities, municipalities. And all of a sudden, states' rights just doesn't seem to be so um, so so impressive for Republicans. Like, wait, but but the president said that we're pulling out. You can't just go back into it. Well, also, uh, because he's pulling out of the Paris Climate Agreement, it's going to take four years for him to actually pull out of the agreement. Really? Yes. How does that work? He will not be able to actually leave the agreement entirely until 2020. Well, but but the agreement is non-binding, right? There's no punishment. no. So we've left the agreement. Yes, but we're leaving the agreement in accords with the agreement. So we're not just dropping and running away. We're actually following the rules stated in the agreement, which means it will take four years. Except that the, but the rules in the agreement are like, you don't have to actually do this. Yes, I know. But he's following the rules in the agreement. Okay. For leaving the agreement. Yes. So four years. So we might be able to stop it. <laughs> Pretty much. So those things like, yeah, we're going to leave the agreement. In four years? Really? Okay. After you're out of office? Because fuck if you get a second term. Hey, somehow 34% still think he's doing a good job. Oh, God. Why is... How did we get trolled so hard? That that will take more than the time we have left. <laughs> um. Okay, so Apple had WWDC, which yeah. they just, you know, hey, new software, hey, revamped MacBooks. The the one new announcement, though, was the Apple version of the Amazon Echo called the HomePod. And the Apple version of Google Home and the Apple version of 
uh, well, Siri at home, I guess. Yeah, this is going to be this is good. This they is had Apple's, Siri. Yeah. Why do they need this? Because this has Siri on it. This is Siri staying at home. But Siri, the whole point of Siri is that she's your personal assistant goes where you go. Yes. But so now. Apple is, again, following other companies. I, I want to point that out. They are now the third major company to do this. Yep. And this one's going to cost $350. How much is an Alexa? I'm going to Google that one so I don't say it out loud. Let's see. Echo on Amazon. $180. Yep. So you could buy an Echo and four dots for the price of one HomePod. What's the advantage of the HomePod besides integrating with Siri? Uh, Supposedly, he said that the Bluetooth speakers don't make a great assistant and the Amazon Echo doesn't have great speakers. Ah, so they put better hardware. Yes. Except that, do you use use Alexa to listen to music? I use Alexa, damn it. (laughs) (coughs) i use our echo (laughs) to listen to tigers games now okay because the mlb put on uh what they're called skill skill okay yeah skill or recipe something like that yeah they they put a skill on the 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 the, uh, echo so i just you know installed the skill connected it to my mlb account and now i can just ask the echo to uh Tell the MLB to play the Tigers, which seems very (laughs) convoluted, but it works. It's like, Echo, tell the MLB to tell the Tigers to play their audio feed. It's just... Really? It's it's pretty much that. Alexa, put put on the Tigers game? Yeah, nope, it can't do that. I have to tell the Echo to ask the MLB to play the Tigers. Seems roundabout. Yep. Broken. Yep. So, So yeah, supposedly it's just just really good speakers. Yeah, that's for three hundred dollars, and it's going to sell like gangbusters. Three fifty. Three fifty. Mm-hmm. Three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Twenty-nine or three fifty. Twenty-nine or two for fifty. Yeah, Mr. Allen's. Oh, Mr. Allen's. Only nineties kids. Wind, so, en- wind energy. Wind energy. Yes, it was so windy in Europe. Yeah. That energy prices were actually negative for a bit. What? Because there was. The, the amount of energy generated by the massive wind turbines, uh, energy prices were knocked into the negative. So the more energy you consumed, the more you got paid. Well, no, because it, it, it was just basically prices that I, I guess that, you know, you couldn't there was more supply than there was demand. Is right. What it came down to. In the power balancing market traded in the negative. So that's what they mean. So oh, okay. the energy producers were trying to sell their energy to the energy distributors, but they were in the negative. I, see, it still doesn't seem right. Like a price can't be negative. You, you, you don't sell something if it's a negative value. And maybe I'm going to get an email from Aaron explaining this because like this is confusing to me. You, you can't sell a negative that's giving away money. Yeah, system prices averaged minus $24.95 for a megawatt hour during settlement periods uh, 3 through 12 this morning, reaching a low of minus 20. Jeez, this is... This is this was the longest consecutive period of negative prices in the UK power market. Demand averaged 20.9 gigawatts and metered wind generation averaged 5.9 gigawatts in the 1 to 6 hour time. Nuclear output was over 8 gigawatts for most of that time. 
while combined cycle gas turbine output fell as low as 3.6 gigawatts. Coal-fired generated 500 megawatts, so it's like UK coal-fired is not even on the map anymore. Yeah. So the problem, though, was the fact that this time was from 1 o'clock till 6 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So, hey, we're generating all this wind power, and then the sun rises and the wind stops. Yep. Almost like you need batteries. What? Speaking of batteries and Tesla. Yeah, somebody bitched to Elon Musk on Twitter saying, hey, you know, I got a Tesla, but I got a coal-fired power plant, so my Tesla, therefore, is coal-fired. Yep. Which is ridiculous on its own. Well, yes and no. I mean, he's accurate. Yeah, well, he's accurate up to a point, but studies have actually shown, which is in this article specifically, that um, the average electric car in the U.S. now gets the equivalent efficiency of a non-existent 73-mile-per-gallon gas-powered vehicle after accounting for emissions from electricity production. Right, but that's on average. Yes. This one Tesla... Could, yes, yeah, if it was in West Virginia, most likely is coal-fired. And if you bought a Tesla to feel superior and eco-friendly, that sucks. Let's see, where's the worst part? Okay, Northwest is at 72 miles per gallon. Oh, it looks like... God, what state is that? Next to Nebraska. (laughs) It's... And Utah. Is that Colorado? North of New Mexico, east of Utah, west of Kansas. What is that? Is that Col- that's got to be Colorado, right? I, what are you looking at, Andy? I'm looking at a map from that article that said, you know, the 73 miles per gallon. They have a posted picture of their uh, results based off of geographic location. Yes, the one that's only good, that's Colorado. Okay, where we're at, that's 43.44. You're at 52 miles per Woo! gallon. Yeah, it's all the wind farms. Yep. We have tons of wind farms out here. We're getting better up in the northern lower peninsula. Yep. Well, wasn't there a discussion about putting uh, offshore wind farms in Lake Michigan? Yes, which everybody then responded with, not in my backyard. God damn it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Get, I mean, they, they, they can make some noise if you're near them. They make a lot of noise if you're near them. But these well, wouldn't nobody be wants- in the backyard. Nobody wants their water view to be filled with wind farms. But the turbines are gorgeous. Not to some people. Some people want that pristine lake look. They're wrong. They don't have a pristine lake look anyway. There are ships. God damn. That was greedy ass people. Yeah, no, that's what it was. It was like, we don't want to see wind farms when we go out onto the beach. That's what their answer was when that was proposed. But yeah, so Tesla uh, responded to this guy saying that all superchargers are going to be converted to solar slash battery power. Over time, almost all will be disconnected from the electricity grid. That's pretty cool. Which I think that's kind of, that could be sad, especially if you have uh, places with buyback. Buyback. Like, you know, you could sell your excess energy back to the grid. Yeah. If that's the case, I would just, I would say, leave the leave the things on the grid. You know, oh, have, so that they can just send the, the energy back to the grid? Yeah, if nobody's, you know, filling up at your power station, just send the excess energy back to the grid, make a little yep. bit of money, offset some of the costs. Yep. Which, you know, granted, here in Michigan, it's probably going to have to be still attached to the grid because of snow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just from the winter. Yep. But, you know, it's a neat idea where they're going to say, yeah, no, we've got the solar, we've got the solar technology, we've got this battery technology. Why don't we combine them all together? I mean, that's what Tesla's doing, right? He's he's got all these different techs. 
The self-driving cars are coming. That's right. So that's Tesla news. Other Tesla-ish news. Hyperloop has announced 11 plans for Europe. I know we talked about the American routes. Ooh. Well, they were the routes they were considering, right? Yes. Well, these are the the same... Nine potential routes being considered in England. All of them in England? Uh, the Netherlands, no, the, UK. the routes are not in England. No, sorry, you're right. Some of them are. In Europe. Yes. The other E thing. Yes, three of them oh, are in England. There's no maps. No. It was so nice when there were maps. I know, I tried to find a topic with maps, but nobody had maps of Europe. Goddamn. <laughs> I could, you know, go around and create Google Maps of these, but... Long well, we don't know where the path would be. I mean, go ahead, Andy, make the Google Maps of Germany. <laughs> Hold on, let me Google that. Hey, look, it's Germany. Yeah. The Netherlands, the UK South North, UK Northern Arc, UK Scotland Wales. I Let's mean, 2,000 kilometers of Germany. That's, that's pretty impressive. Corsica to Sardinia. Spain to Morocco, the Netherlands. I love it. It's just the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Hyperloop Europe, Vision for Year. Oh, maybe it's this one? Live in Amsterdam. No, that's a video. <laughs> that's not what we're looking for. All right. So Hyperloop is interested in Europe. They've got one picture from Helsinki to uh, Estonia. They've got one picture. One picture. Thanks, Hyperloop. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I mean, we'll we'll find more eventually, I'm sure. Yep. Plus, like we said, these are all just proposed routes. Nothing is actually ever set in stone. Right. Uh, anything else you, you want to talk about, i.e. Um, self-navigating cargo ships? Because I feel like that could be a problem. A problem how? Because, like, people could hijack them? People could hijack them. Weather out in the ocean is highly unpredictable. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've got mostly self-guided planes. I'm sure, like, they're self-guided. There's probably still going to be a crew, just a much smaller one. Ultimately, the companies aim to implement completely unmanned shipping at some point in the future. Oh, shit. You know what it'll take is for one of the damn things to be robbed. Yes, robbed or run aground. Or stolen. Or something. And then that's that. They yep. won't do it anymore. But yeah, no, Rolls-Royce is uh, plans to develop remote-controlled ships. Nautilus wants to do uh, flying planes. That one's going to be interesting. But yeah, no, there's a Japanese shipping company that wants to build 250 ships by uh, 2025. So yeah, Honda's going to have self-driving cars in Japan. Shipping companies are going to have self-driving ships. It's it's a smart idea because a lot of there's a, there's a lot of cargo out in the water right now. On the water. On the water, yes. I, I hope what, it's not in the water. What what are you going to gain by having self-driving ships? Ooh. What are, what you are you don't have gain? the human element. Uh you can change the design of the ship if you don't need crew quarters. If you don't need a place for people to sit and stay and walk around on the ship, you can make the ship look different, and you can fit more on it. That's what you gain. Hmm. All right, review? Random review. This is your week, Dave. I am reviewing Magikarp Jump. 
Magic Carpet? Not Magic Carpet. Pokemon Magic Carp Jump. Pokemon Magic Carp. Magic Carp. You Magic played Carp. the original. You know what a goddamn Magic Carp is. I actually did not get that far into the game. I don't think you I got get to the an Magic Old Rod. You. It's the worst Pokemon you can find. I haven't done any fishing in Pokemon. I don't even know where the heck you would start fishing. I'm the last time I played it, I was stuck in a cave with some fossils. Any water. Where do I get a fishing rod? From an old man. Where's this old you, man? You get the old rod. I don't remember Wait. where it is. <laughs> but you can fish, and you fish for Magikarp. Magikarp is a Pokemon that knows Splash. Splash doesn't do anything. Magikarp is a useless Pokemon, except that it evolves into a Gyarados. Which is one hell of a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. You also play Pokemon Go. I never actually played Pokemon Go. You didn't play Pokemon Go. Nope. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so Magikarp Jump is a, a do you remember the old like Tamagotchis? Yes. So start in in that vein of you are taking care of something. OK, you don't really need to do much to take care of it. It's a fucking fish. You don't need to feed it. You don't need to do anything like it's a fish. It, it just it's fine. Uh, when you feed it, it grows. It gains in, in strength and power. Um, but it, it's almost like an aquarium game. You are taking care of this fish and you train it and you teach it and you get it to jump. And then at some point you've taught it as much as it's going to learn. You've trained it to be as good as it's going to get. And you take it and you compete against other Magikarps and see who can jump the highest. And that's it. That is the game. There's different, um, colorations of Magikarp. They are all Magikarp. There are other Pokemon that you can get as friends that come by. There's different training and like you level up and you get stronger, etc., etc. And it is the most pointless, ridiculous game I think I've ever played. But it's so damn cute to just pull it out for like five minutes and feed a Magikarp and then have it go f jump against a tree and then watch it jump into the air. And it's filled with fish puns and it's, it's just cute. I'm reading some of the topics of this is a very confusing game. <laughs> How so? Well, I like that. If it's like, oh, yeah, no, your magic carp can't evolve. But once you do, Mayor Carp takes your <laughs> it takes your <laughs> guy away and you have to start over again. Yep. Yep. You don't want him to evolve. Wow. Because if, if he evolves, he's not a magic carp anymore. He can't compete in the magic carp league. So it's a lot of clicking and doing nothing. And it's adorable. It's the most pointless game I've ever played, but it's just still so it like it's cute. Is it free? <laughs> yes. OK, good. In fact, the opening screen is like this game does not require any money to buy. You can purchase things. There are in-game things, but nothing is locked behind a paywall. All of the currencies that you can purchase are currencies that you get in the game. Um, okay. other, other than that, I mean, there isn't even like a strategy for the, I was trying to do something like, you know, you purchase levels of upgrades and you purchase like different tiers of things to make the magic heart better. And I was thinking of like, well, maybe if I skip a couple of them, I can, I can like make sure that when it randomly picks, whichever one I'm doing, it picks the one that's going to give me a lot more and you can't, you have to buy them sequentially anyway. It's, 
I don't know how to respond to this. This is just so weird. It is. It is very weird. Uh, I have a friend who level capped his Magikarp. <laughs> okay. It's just, I don't know, man. It's cute. It's just this adorable little game of, of you and a fish, and then another fish, and then another fish. And it just keeps going. Like, once your Magikarp loses a battle, you're done. And he retires, because that's as far as he can go. And then you go and get another Magikarp. But since you're higher level, the Magikarps that you can get have a higher cap. That's that's it, though. Okay. <laughs> that's... Yeah, I know. All right. So, random, random topic. topic. Rolled ahead of time. Uh, will you let my wife know I love her? Yes. Sure. Does she, she listen you. to the show? I have a feeling no, but I well, don't know. We don't know. If she does, he loves you. Yes, that is true. I assume this one came from Aaron. I do believe so. I'd have to look at the list again. Oh, they changed Google Drive a little bit. That's interesting. Uh-oh. Yes, this came from Hans. <laughs> okay. Oh, they did change it. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> Can can you tell her that I love her? Yes. I have a feeling you do that already, though. Quite often, probably. Yes, most likely. So, I don't know what we're going to do. I, I I, don't know how to contact her outside of... Uh, I mean, just, is she on Facebook? Uh, yes. Um, we could go and post on her wall. <laughs> well, I, gotta, I think I have to go through my friends with her come on facebook you're uh, you're running slow on me here yeah I'm, I'm getting like nothing on facebook right now yeah same there's there's the news <laughs> facebook is going slow facebook is down that'd be awful wouldn't it oh andy we do yes. one more topic that we should really talk about and i can't what? believe we didn't aaron has a board game that got picked up what you didn't see the mail it's been crazy. Yeah, Aaron and, and Austin have a board game. It got picked up. So wait, I could actually buy? It's getting published, one of the Dr. Witz games. Well, where do I go to buy this? I, I don't know. I thought you know these things. <laughs> Not offhand? Uh, but it's called You Fool. You Fool. Being picked up for publication and release by Button Shy Games this summer. So, button shy games is, is where you you go. Uh, I will I will add that as a topic. I can't believe we almost forgot that. You fool! There we go. I've added that as a topic. Button shy picks up. Uh, you fool! Three to four player about making a human pyramid of clowns. Once the top three spaces of the pyramid are formed, the game ends. The player is not on the pyramid, loses, and the game and natural loses the game and naturally gets a pie to the face. Oh! So you have to have like a, a whipped cream pie. You don't have to have a whipped cream pie. You do totally have to. Uh, on July 10th, we'll be releasing the remaining copies at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. They will ship that day. If you want a reminder of this, fill out this Google form, and we'll get you an email when they are when they go live. All right, here we go. Put myself down on the list. All right. There we go. We'll see if I can get a copy. They're only printing 250, and there are 200 people who could possibly get a pre-order of it. So we'll see. But I'm on the list. All right. Well, then, uh, anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, then, uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. 
you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.